0: You're listening to the After the Show movie podcast from aschoolie.com. You can find this podcast on the iTunes Music Store, Google Play, YouTube, voice assistants, just say listen to After the Show movie podcast. And you can also find us on aschoolie.com where we post written reviews. With that out of the way, here are your hosts, Ace Scully and Sid Talk. Welcome, welcome. Oh my god,
1: that seems like a long time. Every time I'm like, is that only 20 seconds or whatever it is?
0: Sid Talk has no patience. <laughs> Very few patiences.
1: That is not true. I'm learning gardening, which requires an exorbitant amount of patience. You have to wait a whole year. For shit to go down, so you know what I'm saying. That's true. Come up, I
0: guess, but wouldn't you like it to come up like within three days (laughs) or a day, and then you can start again?
1: It's just the waiting and doing nothing for twenty whole seconds. It's
0: what's the before the after the show discussion?
1: Not much. I was baking cookies. All right. Well, I made my grandmother's molasses, old fashioned molasses cookies. I don't know if they're right. I followed the recipe this time. Cookies are a science um but they're very flat bake them for 2 minutes like she said the you know, range from this minutes to this minutes this many minutes i did the top end of that still they're extremely kind of soft in the middle but i just did a little google search not doubting my grandma of course my late grandmother but i guess they're right and you'll have to eat them cuz i can't taste anything
0: cooking's like a science but you <laughs> seem to make that science random <laughs>
1: This time I followed the science. I did what it said. I did everything it said.
0: You can do the same thing exactly twice and it not be the same though, right?
1: Because I'm not doing the
0: exact same thing twice. (laughs) (laughs) You think you are, but you're not.
1: No, no. I'm often intentionally not. I just, but I'm getting it. I'll figure it out. And if these are right. Oh, fantastic! I mean, they've got all the right ingredients, and kind I of followed all the steps. Some say my grandmother's cookbook that she wrote before she passed away has a few things that aren't quite right, so she might not have written it down right. So that we'll... is
0: true, though. I mean, you, there's measurements in there that make like hardly any sense. Like something, get, get a medium plastic bowl. Well,
1: that's that's old-fashioned though. That's not yeah. wrong. That's just you gotta just figure Difficult. it out. Like it'll say, cook potatoes till edible. <laughs> 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 but these cookies I should probably got them out of a old cookbook or something. So
0: potatoes till edible could mean anything. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> like it's That's one of my favorites. Vague vagary.
1: All right, so it Co- is Or th- cook it till it looks done. That's miss- one of the instructions on something.
0: That's also vague.
1: Just as a steak recipe? Yeah, have you have ever heard of a steak cooking recipe? Put cook the it steak, till put, done? Put put the steak under the broiler. Cook it till it looks done. <laughs> Is that it? Turn it over several times. Salt and
0: pepper to taste. It sounds more like common sense. (laughs) I know. Actual.
1: But I had someone actually say to me, oh, I love your grandma's cookbook and there's a thing in there about cooking steak I'd never thought of before. So I was like, I know that little blurb. So whatever. It's good.
0: All right. So it's Saturday, December the 7th. Say that with your teeth in. After the show, we are a movie review podcast and this is episode 611 We look at a movie every week, and this week we're looking at the movie Ready or Not. It's a 2019 movie. It's out on Blu-ray right now, rated R, and our friends at Sony sent us a copy. No, our friends at Sony didn't send us a copy for review. Our friends at Fox sent us a copy for review.
1: What are you saying? Are you crisscrossing your overlords?
0: I don't know why I wrote I just assumed this was some (laughs) kind of Sony movie, but it's... No. Let me clarify. 20th Century Fox. They now owned by Disney. Nothing to do with Sony. Sent us a copy. So Sid Talk, give us the synopsis of Ready or Not, and then I'll give you the real one off the box.
1: An effed up rich family with the weird ritual. <laughs> a very effed up rich family. If that, with that was right on the back of the box, that effed would Effed ritual that the new bride in the family has to go through. It's good. Old school fun. Okay. Is that what it says on the box? I would be shocked. We should make it a new game that I, whatever I say, I'm actually trying to guess what's on the box.
0: All right, what it says (laughs) on the box is, when a young bride, Samara Weaving in brackets, marries into a ridiculously rich and delightfully deranged family. Delightfully my ass. Her wedding night becomes her worst nightmare as she's forced to play a lethal game of hide and seek. She must fight to stay alive co-starring Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien, Henry Sersney, and Andy McDowell. Ready or Not is a wicked comedy thriller that elevates the phrase "death till death do us part to shocking new heights.
1: Uh, is this the synopsis? That's
0: the synopsis. That's, That's p- You will go into Blockbuster Video. They're you are not pick delightful
1: this up. in any way, except that it's wacky. There's no delight here,
0: but well, it's fun. You'll be in Blockbuster Video. You'll pick this Block off the B- shelf. <laughs> You'll read that, and then you'll go on with this rental. Sunny,
1: back in my day, we had a place <laughs> called Blockbuster Video. Rental? You know that red box, that, that old broken-down red box they have in the ditch that used to sit by the store? Well, there used to be whole stores full of those. It's
0: like Redbox, but bigger. And, <laughs> and you, you can have, go and inside. And you have It's a different concept.
1: We've been around for some shit. But you know what? That's nothing compared to, like, a great-grandma who can say, there were no airplanes when I was a child. That's a little bit Well, more there was impressive. no internet when I was a child. Yeah. That's not as impressive as flying. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. It's not.
0: All right. So um, you can go first. What did I you really think? I really liked it. Of ready. Oh, hold on. Ready <laughs> or not. What did you think of this?
1: I really liked it. I loved it. In fact, I thought it was I, really fun. Is that the
0: back of the box? I loved it. Really bizarre.
1: And like, oh, like, <gasps> shit. Oh, damn. That kind of stuff. I love that. Those were my reactions.
0: Right. So. (laughs) All right, so this is... What was uh, your impression? So, I don't know if the synopsis explains it. This is a horror movie, but it's like a horror comedy. Because it's not... Definitely. It's not taking itself too seriously. Even though it is full of violence and, you know, gore and shocks. And it's still got that tongue-in-cheekness to it that makes it kind of cheeky. So, have we... You know, Shaun of the Dead's the one that I always think of that's like that, that I really love. I could still watch it again now, and it's funny and also shocking, right? This is different than that, though.
1: This is like... That's got gore comedy... Comedy? This is like gore drama.
0: But also some very silliness also in here, too.
1: Yeah, but it's more like seriously dark comedy versus Shaun of the Dead, which to me is just sort of like... (laughs) Homedy,
0: <laughs> homedy is that? That sounds like something horror you horror comedy. Eat. That's something from a vegan restaurant. Homedy.
1: It does a say hominy. Hominy is <laughs> fantastic. If you're not from country, you probably don't know what that is. But uh, no, I just feel like this is like it's got real gutsy drama ish too laid on top because you actually feel the threat. Whereas in Shaun of the Dead, it's never particularly like. I don't know. It's a different vibe.
0: So, um, it is is like
1: 31 with comedy and quality.
0: It it kind of follows some of the, if you go and watch, there's loads of indie horror movies that have like a kind of an elaborate setup like this. And then it goes into the 31 is a good example, right? Yeah. It has a setup and then, then the game takes place, which involves a lot of gore and death. And this does too, but it's, I don't know, it felt really different. And I hate to say it, but that this sounds really um, awful when people say this. But it felt fresh. You get what I mean?
1: No, it didn't. Like, it didn't feel It actually exact- didn't feel fresh at all to me, because I listened to old-timey radio. Right. This is, like, straight out of old-timey radio stories, where we're going to do spoilers, I assume, of some types, um, the heart of the
0: story... Let's do all spoilers. So from this point onwards, (laughs) we will spoil this entire movie. It's
1: all spoiled, right? So
0: um, go away Um, and see this movie and then come back when it's time.
1: It's all like um, the story is like, you know, generations ago, a great-great-great-grandfather was a merchant marine and traveled to an exotic country where he met a strange man who gave him a box, and the strange man... He made a deal with them to make his family wealthy forever, but there was a hook, a catch. You had to then, as we learn, there's a game of sacrifice involved. And of course, it's the devil. Eventually, you've, I mean, you figure that out pretty quickly. Just from the opening credits, all the little, the family in this movie has made their money from making board games, card games, magic games, things like that, sports and games in general. That's why it's called, what's the name of it?
0: <laughs> ready or not?
1: I was gonna say ready. Say go. That was on. Ready my or not? Ready or not? Hide because it's like hide and seek. Da, da, da. Ready or not? Um. So the game is the way of this family over the generations finding a way to offer the sacrifice to the to dev to the devil. And I guess the game is the new person in the family who marries into the family picks a card. And if the game is like checkers or chess. You just play the game, no big deal, and that means, I guess that to me, that means like the family wins, like nobody's gonna get sacrificed. You pick the game
0: hide yeah, and seek, yeah, and that's it. You just me, um,
1: you're screwed. the per- The new person in the family is dead. No that matter was what. a
0: part that um, I was. You know, you have to you have to kind of go with something. I was like, okay, so if there's all these cards to choose from, and they're all different games that they play. But only hide-and-seek is the game with any, like, death kind of um, thing to it. All the others are just, like you said, they'd sit and play. But they
1: weren't all games. They pick a blank card, they put it in the box, yeah, and the and, devil and... guy is the one who has...
0: Exactly, but previous years, other games have right, he didn't on.
1: want them. They're idiots. If you think about it, the people who've married into this family, there's, like, a greedy woman who's just no substance. There's, like, an idiot guy, and then... The devil guy is watching, right? This is how I interpret it. He's he's watching. And now there's this new person coming into the family. And he's like, I don't want that one. I don't want that one. So I'm giving him checkers. I'm giving him chess. He sees this one coming. And he's like, this one I want. Because right. it's more of a, I want her soul, basically. That's how I interpreted it. So that's when he decides that's the card. Now, you don't see any of this. You don't ever see the guy till there's a little vision in the fire near the end. Um, Devil guy, whoever. So that's the premise,
0: right? But, up front, you're not, you're not, I don't think, and you said you caught on them really early. I wasn't expecting it to be any supernatural thing. I thought it was just mad rich people.
1: It's not that I caught on I mean, they're telling you the whole time, if we don't sacrifice her, we will all die. Yeah, but
0: I thought that was just bullshit, them being, like...
1: I figured from, there was, it was wacky enough... And again, it reminded me a little bit of, in a completely different vibe, but Get Out, where there is something really fucked up happening, right? But the world doesn't know it, necessarily. Um, but
0: it's real, and you just don't know it.
1: Almost like Shaun of the Dead, too. He doesn't realize it's going on, and all of a sudden there's like zombies everywhere.
0: I would happening. be a bit controversial and say, this is better than Get Out in, its, in the way it is crafted. Because I was more surprised at this than I think the story
1: is better. Because the story is pretty fr- straightforward. Sacrifice to the devil, crazy rich family. You know what I mean? And then it's almost also mixed with the horror genre of who's left standing at the end. So that's nothing as interesting as the idea of Get Out with the really effed up, you know, y- story. You have to I watch it. I think the
0: way... I'm more talking about the way it was made. Because... What? what's cl- this movie's kind of clever the script is really good i think and it keeps you guessing because it, it keeps planting like seeds of doubt into your mind like uh is this this or is this that and yeah i don't i was never i was never i was like i think they're just mad rich people like rich because pe- it keeps saying things like oh rich, uh, oh rich people are now we know what rich people are like. <laughs> they keep There's lines in there that talk about rich people, kind of nail on the head a lot of the time. And I was like, oh, these are just crazy rich people who want to do this for a sport kind of thing. Mm. That's what I kept Again, thinking. Again,
1: like 31.
0: Like 31, yeah. It's like perverse sport for them. And, you know, they've all got different weapons, the members of the family. They're all kind of old-timey weapons Nobody's very adept at anything in this movie, right? That's what's kind of funny about it. Yeah, that's the
1: idea. Like, I even thought that we were watching it, and then the people who wrote it and made it said, what if you took this thing where someone many generations ago made the deal with the devil, and now how do new generations who may not even believe it's real deal with it? Like, they're just... They're so removed from it.
0: It's got some very funny, like, takes on that. Like, where... The Dude is in looking on his cell phone, like typing in what does he type in?
1: <laughs> he's um, deals with the devil, bullshit or real, <laughs> yeah. Like he goes, and <laughs> he's looks like a it son in law, yeah. So when they see that he's the idiot guy, he married into the family, but when he picked his card, it was just whatever he said it was. So that wasn't somebody that the guy wanted, the devil guy wanted, right? Um, so he's just an idiot.
0: They all have flaws, all the characters, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Nobody's really, you know, perf Well, I guess she is. That's why he wants her. Right? She's she's good, you yeah. see.
1: So the other ones are greedy. The wife who married in and the son-in-law who married in, they're greedy and they want the wealth and they want the riches. She's not. She's just a good person.
0: Yeah, they even make a point, like the beginning where she, where she even says to him, just before they're going to get married, oh, they all think I just want to marry her for the money. And... It's clear that she doesn't, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a trial by fire.
0: Yeah. So, um, were you, like, scared by it? Do you think it was scary? I mean, there were times when I was like,
1: damn, just seriously, I felt the threat of her trying to get away from these people. Because they were sort of flippant about it. And, like, it was very normal to go around with these guns and try to kill the new bride because if we don't kill her we can't be rich anymore and we're just all gonna die but then as she's going i felt like the like if she stopped moving and turned around and go come on guys what is really going on here someone would just have killed her so then i was like oh shit she's in real peril not just like running from Jason peril, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like real peril of a whole group of people. And so I wasn't scared, like horror scared, but I thought about it and like, there's, there was no escaping it.
0: And that's there's, kind of scary. There's no escaping it. And the other thing is I thought it kept going places where I didn't expect it to just when I thought it was going to be a bit predictable. She uh, gets out of the grounds of the house. I was like, Oh, whoa, hold on. I thought this was a, I felt yeah. like this was a small movie that will be contained in this house, but now she's outside the house, actually outside the fence of the house. Now she's in a cat. I was like, whoa, I didn't expect any of this. You know, the house is so intricately built up. It's got secret passages everywhere. It's an old stately home. I thought it was one of those movies that would, it only cost $6 million to make this, which is low, right? For a movie. Mm. But so I thought it was going to be all contained, but, um, Kind of kept doing different stuff, and I was like, Oh, and then it did like some gory stuff I didn't expect. There's some real kind of evil, deadish kind of thing, a little with bit a, hardcore with a hand getting a hole in it and a, the nail on a Yeah, she puts her hand. That, I always think that's one of the worst things for like gore type horror when somebody gets us something through them,
1: like it, a nail, in being, a hand.
0: In this one, it's a nail through the hand, but it could be anything. A nail through the foot, like in A Quiet Place. <laughs> or just impaled on something. Like, you know, when a car crashes and then like a, something comes through and smashes them through the head, that kind of thing in horror movies. It's one of the most gross things, I think. So, in this movie...
1: You had a few of those, then. You got—you probably loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It had a few of... Yeah, like, just gore kind of horror in this. But, um... It never really went where I was expecting it to. And there was loads of surprises. I was like, oh, I didn't think that person was going to go out that way. Or, you know, there's, there's some accidental deaths, let's <laughs> say, which you don't, I didn't see them come in and they're just like, oh.
1: When oh. you said, why does the staff all look like the women from Robert Palmer's video Addicted yeah. to Love? I was like, hmm. And then, because <laughs> they're just totally disposable. Yeah. I mean, you're
0: going to make them disposable, you know. Yes, and there, you know, there's the there's three of them, right? Three, Mm-hmm. and I just kept looking. At her, I was like, "Well, what's that? What's the deal with them?" Like, but yeah, they're just kind of disposable fodder in this movie. But then, you know, there's accidental deaths where it wasn't supposed to happen. There's like really crappy, like that. The lady, the posh lady, is really bad shot. She's like trying yeah. to shoot at her, and she, you know, nobody's actually like an expert at hunting anybody. They're just really bad at it, all of them. There's nobody who's really good at it.
1: Because in their in, in thirty years ago, it was the last time that happened. Right. And as we see in the opening of the movie. And there and are complex characters here too. This isn't just like horror, like it's the brothers are both torn kind of in between, you know, the brother who marries her and the brother who is married into it and buys into it, kind of, sort of, but he's, you know... And when they said he was a heartthrob, who was he? I don't even know who he was.
0: Who, um... That actor guy. Adam Brody. I guess. The brother. The, yeah. The one who choking, choking on his own blood. Yeah. Um, I've seen Spoiler. Him. <laughs> I've seen him in stuff before, but I'm not sure, um... I will investigate that while you... <laughs> you um, while you talk about it. Because I don't even have to type. Because it's right up here. Um... So, what what do you mean, heartthrob?
1: They said he was a heartthrob, a teenage heartthrob back in the day, and that he wasn't he didn't he wasn't like precious about how he was going to look. And I'm like, he was who that from guy the is.
0: TV show The, the OC. OC. Yeah, yeah,
1: I see that now.
0: Also, Jennifer's body, which was
1: Jennifer's body, was pretty good, and I'm not a fan of her
0: yoga hoses. Haven't seen
1: that one yet.
0: Um, Will someday. But yeah, um, it's funny
1: that you're a Kevin Smith fan and that when you sort of like
0: tiptoe around, I saw the trailer and it looked total bile of shite. So I didn't even watch
1: it. <laughs> yeah. But if you're a completist,
0: well, well, the trailer, the trailer shows those two girls in the, uh, like a quick stop type scenario. And I was like, okay, that looks fun. And then I saw Johnny Depp doing that stupid character. And then I was oh, like, okay, Johnny no, I'm out.
1: Depp, Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I've it seen was it really bad.
0: Yeah, if you ever saw um, Tusk, the character that Johnny Depp plays in Tusk.
1: It's so unwarranted.
0: Well... It's just awful. In Tusk, he's not in it a lot, but in Yoga Hoses, he's in it a lot as the same character. I hated that character, so I don't have any interest in the movie. Yeah. So back to Ready or Not. Um, Has some good gore effects. Yeah. I thought the ending, we're already in spoiler territory. But the ending was very satisfying, because it was funny and also unexpected. You know, did you feel the same? Um, I
1: didn't feel like it was unexpected because you just hadn't, you hadn't thought that would. I didn't be the way think that ending. was going to happen, though. Yeah, that I wasn't. It wasn't expected to me. I just was. I was still sort of like, "Whoa, they went there with this way." <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, Kingsman. You know, yeah, it's like Kingsman. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Heads blowing up. That kind of thing. Yeah, this is but it looked good instead.
0: This this is not just heads blowing up, this is the
1: Yeah, I mean the devil guys, just like you guys didn't do what I said, so boom, boom, boom. Yeah, the deal was
0: (laughs) Your deal was you kill the person before and then you sacrifice them to me before sunrise. And then sunrise is happening. And this is where I thought this is nothing to do with the devil, they're just mad rich people who believe it. And they did it really cleverly. But that wouldn't
1: be satisfying, would it?
0: No, but it was clever. They Having opened, it
1: be real was very satisfying. They
0: open the curtains, and the sun comes in, <laughs> and they all kind of, like, cower. As you the know video. what? They
1: remind me of in um, Hocus Pocus when they shine the car lights through the window and to convince the witches that the sun has come up, and they all do that, like... <laughs> Like, they're going to die, and then it takes them a few seconds, exactly like these people did. And then yeah. they're like, what, what?
0: There's also vampire movies that have done that, too.
1: Well, no, because that would really kill you, if you're a vampire.
0: Yeah, to to test who was the vampires in the room. Oh,
1: yeah. listen to you. What movie was that?
0: Near Dark, wasn't
1: it? Oh, I don't remember. Those were good. Near Dark. Not Near Dark.
0: Yeah, Near Dark, where they're in that van. Oh, right. Around. Yeah. Um, It was... By the lady who did the Hurt Locker, but many, many, many years before that. Um, so yeah, the the light comes through in here, and they all cower. These rich people. Oh shit, we haven't killed the, we haven't killed her, and it's now dawn, and we're all gonna die. And then they don't die. They all and like, they're like, oh, it's not all real. And they look around, going, oh yeah, it's a load of bullshit <laughs> after all. <laughs> And then they do die. (laughs) (laughs)
1: They don't just die. Because the dad mentions in passing, like in a really quick line at some point, couldn't we have renegotiated the fucking complete annihilation clause? Which meant the entire bloodline has, the children, everyone has to go for the whole bloodline. Which I think is fascinating because if you think about it, this family is probably not just in this house. This is what I was thinking. There's probably people blowing up everywhere who are part of... That bloodline. They may yeah, not even know it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Added right? a bit of chuckle to me. Like, whoa, I bet somebody in a living room somewhere just exploded. And they're like, what? Because they didn't know they were part of this family.
0: That's your sequel. It starts <laughs> yeah. it Starts with this, with this, an end scene. Her walking out, you know, walking out with everything on fire. And then you see it zooms out to the globe. And then it zooms into Australia, into, <laughs> into some front room, some family Doing something, and then they all explode, and you're like, oh, fuck. It's like people... And then
1: everyone starts it, because everyone's related.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it has a cool overall concept. It handles it really... It's funny. It is. But it's very gory. It's got that, that... The end scene there, where everybody's exploding. It's like that old Peter Jackson, you know, meat flying in people's faces. Correct. And it's really...
1: Don't watch it with the children.
0: Yeah, the rest of the movie's not quite as gruesome as that, so it really makes an impact. It's like, oh, they're really, you know, they're oh, not doing... No, it's pretty st- gory
1: when she gets shot through the hand and puts a nail in her hand and her back gets sliced open and she strangles a guy and the guy burns his face. It's all pretty gory.
0: Yeah, I like the, um, I don't know if it's an Evil Dead homage, but it possibly is. But she, you know, in the middle of the movie, she puts on this ammo belt. Over a wedding dress, and holds a shotgun, and she looks in the mirror, and you know she's gonna say something. Which, if you're familiar with Evil Dead, what will Ash say? Groovy. Exactly. I think was your brain turning there?
1: Because I can remember, I'm not Evil Dead freak like you are. I was yeah, like, well, what did he say? Well, he this is stick. Did he say? Uh, yeah.
0: So it, yeah, in Evil Dead, when Ash suddenly gets his mojo and he's gonna fight, he says groovy. She looks in the mirror with a stuff, and she goes, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so it's got a cool there's a lot of horror stuff that you might recognize but um i really enjoyed it i thought it was unexpected i hadn't actually heard of this movie when it ran in the theaters had you hmm.
1: i didn't even hear of it when i walked down the stairs and you'd changed the marquee to ready or not i was like oh is that what we're watching i don't even know what that is so it's just cool i love not knowing things
0: yeah and it's got a really i think it's the beginning of it is really strong, the setup, because I was like, oh, I'm really into this. Like I want to, these mad rich people and like they're going to hunt down this girl and it's going to be terrifying. And then I'm like, oh, it's not quite that terrifying because there's a bit of humor going on here. Like it is kind of funny. What's the, there's a really funny one. Of, I think the best line in the movie, you'll know it better than me if you want to recite it. Nice. Niece
1: oh, line. yes. Exp-
0: do a set There's like of a
1: crazy aunt <laughs> who we see 30 years ago in the movie whose husband doesn't make it through the ritual. So she's crazy. She's got like crazy sharp hair. And she's like, all in. She's almost like cartoonish, but it's just enough that she's not. And she's, she's just, yeah, she's all in. She's like, we're doing the ritual. We're doing it correctly. We've got to do tradition. I'm, she's severe. And then there's this one daughter who's the sister to the new husband. And she is whacked out on drugs because she can't quite cope. And so she walks in the room and the aunt says, brown-headed niece, you continue to exist. Yeah, it's really <laughs> Like, good. that's the nicest thing she can say to her. I love that. Yeah. I have brown-headed niece.
0: Just that whole line is like, yeah, she, that's about as... <laughs>
1: yeah, her whole life is this situation, basically.
0: Yeah. It's a, it has got some really... Sharp writing, I think, and and it's got some. On it, I was stuff was really unexpected to me. Whenever I thought it was going one way, it went another. I was like, oh, oh. and obviously, did they say they wrote it with an ending where she they she yeah. didn't win? That was actually the, the original. And I ending. think
1: that would be so unsatisfying.
0: I do too, because the ending was actually really satisfying. But if the ending was like really dark. They, they sacrifice it to the devil. And then what? They're just all fine. And then they go, ha, 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 and twiddle their moustaches. And then it shows him
1: it? meeting some new girl in a bar somewhere.
0: Yeah, that makes it more <laughs> kind of like hostile or something. Some weird, Yes, dark like it's a thing. trap. Whereas this ending just makes it feel a bit kind of whimsical in a way. Like where she sat on the steps and she says in-laws. It's kind of, I don't know, the music playing, it, it plays some Elvis Presley song over <laughs> the top. And it just makes it feel kind of, like, funny. Like, even though it was just hideous what you've just seen. So, um, let's move on to the cast.
1: The thing is, she'll be very wealthy.
0: She is yes. married
1: to the guy. And there was were actually. witnesses. She might be wealthy in prison, because how the hell do you explain? People with arrows in their heads and heads chopped off. Well,
0: they'll all be burned.
1: No, the barn people aren't burned. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the bodies in the barn. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, she just explained that there's this mad rich family that I've just married into, and there was some weird game. They did it a deal with the
1: devil. Just ask the devil. Yeah. He'll tell you everything.
0: So Samara Weaving plays Grace. Um, you'll see her on the cover of this movie. She's quite striking with her dress on. Um, what did you think of Samara?
1: Very good. And you remember, do you know what else she was
0: in? Um, she was the daughter. In Billboards. Correct. Yes. Did not remember. remember that. I, I remembered how I thought the girl in Billboard thing was Margot Robbie. And when oh, I loved her up, it wasn't.
1: right. right. Um, I think she's really good. I would love to see more things with her. She's She did it. She had the fun part in the beginning, and then she's convincingly like, what the hell is going on? And then I feel like, I think that they overestimated how it translated on you know, ultimately about her becoming a badass or whatever. It didn't really come off to me like that at all. And he said, well, we didn't want a female who had to be rescued by males. But in fact, the only way she's made it through the night is because of all the males who have helped her, her husband, well, her husband, and then her new brother-in-law. So they kind of, I think they sort of convinced themselves that they made a kick-ass female character. She is. She's tough. She keeps on going. But in fact, um you know they kind she of does get a her. hand
0: from the two main leading men. She
1: does, and that seemed right though. That wasn't out of play. It wasn't like she was right. damsel in distress needing to be rescued. It was like she's actually her life is threatened here and they did sort of like oddball weird things in a way to give her a little bit of advantage. That was basically it. But um I really liked her. I would like to see her in um something else more action-adventury.
0: She's Australian. Um, and she's from the, you know, that Australian soap opera that I used to watch as a kid, Home and Away. She was actually in that. But I think a lot of Australians start in uh, Australian soap operas. It's weird.
1: Why is that weird? Because most of all of American people start on like NCSI and stuff like that. Yeah, you could call those. A lot of your people start in EastEnders and Casualty. So I don't think that's weird at all. It's like training ground for performing.
0: I thought she was really good. Um, she, there was one particular moment where I I was just like, oh yeah, she's awesome. And she did this, like, she escaped from them about to, uh, sacrifice it to the devil. And she did this scream that was like guttural or something.
1: It was really, really good.
0: And it was like, and you could see on her face, she'd like, and everything was like pulsating. She was like, everything came to the (laughs) front there. Yeah. Very good. I mean, I think it's kind of that. You know, when you have to act really scared, you know, when she was stood in that room and then the, the guy came in, the heartthrob guy
1: Yes, and, and, she's, saw, like- and she's
0: like, <laughs> like up against the thing. And it's this whole moment of like, she doesn't know that he might be on her side or she yeah. just assumes everyone's going to kill her at that point. She just kept showing that stuff like perfectly. I think it's probably hard because there is no, you know, when you're acting on a film, there's no threat have to go somewhere right so well, that's make what
1: that. acting is
0: yeah but i mean <laughs> well, what some you watch some horror films and you're like just looks like you you don't look scared over there like you know the conjuring is a prime example that last one we watched was it annabelle there was one girl in there who never seemed scared she was mm, mm, yeah um because she couldn't quite pull it off so um adam brody plays daniel we just mentioned adam brody the half rob I don't call him a heartthrob, but somebody did.
1: No, because it, it was after my time for him to be a heartthrob.
0: Um, also good. I liked his character, because his character was not... You know, like the old lady was completely in. He was almost not in. That's all right.
1: He wasn't, but he was. Because he was the grass who got the uncle killed, and then he's also just going... He just wants to get through the night, but he's not bothered if she ends up getting killed. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's but not- then he's
1: torn... Yeah. Yeah. You know, in between, in between. And then it's not so much about him surviving as it is looking at his whole family and realizing we do not deserve to go on. Um, so that's kind of his his dilemma.
0: Then Mark O'Brien plays Alex. He's the other brother, right? He's the husband, yeah. The husband, yeah. Um. He's like the... Uh, How would you describe him? He reminded me, the way he played it, reminded me of, of the guy from In Time. You know that movie In yeah. Time? Yeah. It reminded me of the main guy and that, the way he played that one. He's kind of, like, charming and suave, but also a bit hapless and a bit,
1: like... Broken. Yeah. Like he's got a dark secret, which he does.
0: I th- I feel like his was the... Like, he had to pull off a lot for you to believe in his character. Because yeah. his character twists and turns a bit, you know. You, at the beginning, you're expecting, oh, well, he's the... You know, he, he even says to her, do not he, right at the very beginning, before the wedding... I'm giving you an out now. Let and me re-
1: let me reference another movie called Get Out again. Yeah. You just never know. Because he's
0: like, yeah, I know what's going to happen here tonight, uh, but you don't. You just think you're getting married. But I'm giving you an out now. And she's like, oh, as if you know. So you know, you never, you're not quite sure. Is he bad, good, or is he just helping her? Or uh, then we've got Henry Cerny as Tony. the
1: I think the, it's a bit naive to think that way. Obviously, there's something very fucked up going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> You're not just going as a viewer going, Oh, he's just being sweet because his family's kind of, you know, dysfunctional like the rest of us. No, it's very obvious. Something very bad is about to happen.
0: So, uh, Henry Cerny is Tony. He's the dad character. He's uh, like the old aristocratic kind of, you know, reminds me of Ricardo Montabon, that with the.
1: Yeah, he's a bit wacky, though.
0: He is a bit wacky. You know, uh, what I was thinking of when I kept. See- I mean, he's okay. Don't get me wrong. He fits in the movie because it's kind of goofy a little bit. But he reminded me like of a character from Clue. You know the movie Clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little bit cartoonish. Yeah, cartoonish. Yeah, but he, again, he has some very f- funny lines. I thought, mm-hmm. especially when he he goes ape shit at one point. It's just really funny. Um, Andy McDowell plays Becky. What's Andy McDowell from?
1: Other stuff. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> You do.
1: <laughs> well, we had to look her up except for Groundhog Day.
0: That's, Groundhog Day is my, you know.
1: Like Andy McDowell movie.
0: Andy McDowell benchmark. I always see her, you know when she does that, where she goes, where she puts her hands up and yeah. does the little wrinkly nose? <laughs> oh, That's oh. how I picture her every time I think of her. Um, But yeah, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, which is an excellent movie, by the way. She's mm-hmm. also in that. What else was she in?
1: I forget now. I only care about Groundhog Day.
0: Yeah, she's it. A- let me say in this movie because I've not seen her for a long time, since Groundhog Day probably or Sex Lies and Videotape, Um, In this movie, she really fits perfectly.
1: Oh yeah, she was really good. I like her. She's the mother-in-law, the new mother-in-law, right? She's the wife of the the murderous family, <laughs> essentially. And she's genuinely likes the girl, the new daughter-in-law. She loves her son, but the son has gone away and everyone knows why he's gone away. He doesn't want to be part of this effed up family anymore. But now this, he's coming here to get married. She's genuinely everything. I don't feel like she's being deceptive to the young woman when she's welcoming her and being nice to her. And then later when she's just all in with the whole, let's just get this over with, as in, let's just kill her and move on. Like, she's yeah. very matter-of-fact. Like, when the dad starts losing, she goes, okay, okay, let's work the problem. Like, she's very pragmatic, mm-hmm. and she just wants to get the night over with. I was convinced she wasn't cartoony like a lot of the characters were, so I really
0: liked no, that. No, and they, they're mostly, yeah, I guess. I guess talking of cartoony, Melanie Scrofano plays Emily. She was one of my favorite characters, but she is very cartoony. Yeah, totally. I mean, she's on, she's... She's like snorting coke all the time, and she's the one, the accidental deaths I refer to. She's the one who's kind of responsible for that stuff. Yeah. But that's funny, and but she is kind of wacky. I really liked her, though. Most of the uh, people in this movie, by the way, are Canadians. Apart Except for from the Australian. The, apart from the lead person. I just read that. It was trivia. And it Nikki, is very trivial. Nikki <laughs> Agni, Is that right? Nikki Guadagni. Looks right. She plays the aunt, who is the crazy, and she looks like a, she's like a character of something like the Adams family.
1: Kind of, yeah. She's very, she's the most, you know, drawn character. Like if you're drawing a graphic image. Yeah. That would be,
0: she kind of portrays her,
1: her hair's like all swept up into the back. She almost looks like anime character a little bit when you look at her from the side.
0: Yeah, and she's got this real miserable look on her face the entire time.
1: But she's good, because you're, conv- I'm, she, for some reason it's not out of place.
0: No, because she's, she wants, we have to do this thing, and...
1: I feel like we have the range of people. Like, I'm really convinced our bride is completely out of the loop. She's just a normal, serious human being who's married into this family. And now she's dealing with this craziness. And then the dad is sort of cartoony and the aunt is really cartoony. And then the other characters are all kind of fall in between. I feel like it was a good balance.
0: Yeah, I do too. And good cast in. And I don't, nobody is like bad for, cause you no. know what this kind of movie is and they all play it. Like I say, the, the dad's a bit over the top at some points. But then I'm then I'm thinking about it and going, I guess that's what they were going for, though. It's
1: kind of like a vacation movie.
0: A little bit, you know? but dark. <laughs> yeah, very. And um, this is directed by a pair of directors. Matt. Trio. Well, one of them is... There's like three a, of them, they said. Like a... I mean, they are the production company. Yeah, so. Matt... Bettelini-Oplin, Tyler Gillett. Um, What they're responsible for is, have you ever seen the movie VHS?
1: Um, I don't think I ever watched it. It's
0: like an anthology series. There's a few of them, but the first one, they did one of the shorts for that. That's where they came from. Um, Aside from that, they've done a load of short movies, which I noticed, but nothing. This is their first big feature film movie.
1: Hold on. Interruption. We were talking about Andy McDowell. 2019 TV series Four Weddings and a Funeral.
0: Did you even know that existed? I knew it was coming, but I don't think it came out yet. Oh,
1: since so 2019.
0: I think it's Amazon Prime. I think who are doing it. Oh, oh is it? I said the words. Oh. I said the dreaded words.
1: <laughs> you get the a word. Woke up. <laughs> Dang.
0: Yeah, I think it might not have aired yet.
1: Mm, okay. Well, there you go.
0: Um. So yeah. Uh, This direct... I like the directing in this. Uh, One thing I have a... Well, you have one problem with the um, way the movie looks, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. I like Instagram. I don't mind it. I use some... I don't really use the filters. I kind of fiddle around with editing on there myself. And yes, they end up looking sometimes kind of soft and sometimes kind of overly edited. I can totally accept that. But they do not all look alike. And there is a green filter that you can pick... That makes everything look green and sort of like a poorly um, produced photograph from 1975, right? There's like a sickly green to it. And this movie has it constantly. And I found that really annoying because other than that, it looks really good. It's lit really cool.
0: Yeah, the whole movie's um, color graded like that, right? Yeah, like-
1: it's all... It's just like you're taking a trend that's happening right now. It doesn't inform anything about the story. Don't kid yourself because it does not... Um, If you go from a character or from a situation where in the beginning everything's bright and shiny and very crystal clear and then you muddy it up once the person hits a certain point in the story, that, I mean, even that's subliminal and probably doesn't ultimately matter. It's just very artsy-fartsy filmmaker brain working. This one is just from the beginning to the end. I just wanted to go in like Chelsea does on... Chelsea and Tony Northrop on their video and she'll like do the little slider and turn the green down. But other than that, I, I have that to was give really them
0: cool. kudos for most of the film takes place in the dark, yet there isn't a moment where you're like, What's happening? Correct. I can't see anything. It's
1: shocking. Yeah.
0: It's, they didn't take the Game of Thrones route. It's Everything, not just
1: Game of Thrones. Don't blame Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones well, on Well, that would be the a, first one, wouldn't it? No, 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 no. I think it's been going on for a couple of years where you're just like, why are these scenes so poorly lit?
0: Yeah, well, this even, like, I even noticed there's, like, a scene where they're in the attic and, it you know, in an ordinarily it would be very, very dark. But there was actually a lighting system, like, just over their head. Like, it was like a strip light, like, mounted sideways. When were they in the attic? That when they were, um... You know, when the guy was on the toilet and he heard them talking, and he looked up.
1: Oh, I don't think they're in the attic, but
0: she was also—it was was like a ceiling. What do you call it? Like a drop, like a, like a house ceiling, like that. Anyway, Um... on that ceiling where they were stood. Also,
1: she was in a dumbwaiter, which is just a box, an elevator that you put your food in to go up and down in a fancy house, and she was totally finely lit.
0: And, they nobody, put
1: and nobody cares that we, would, we wouldn't sit there and go, oh, well, this is weird. It, it should be dark in there. No, I want to see her expression. I want to see her panicking. I want to see what her mind working as she looks, you know, she does her performance. If it was the the people now who think, oh, well, we have to use, you know, real lighting. Well, she'd, you'd just be looking at a black screen and hear like... Which, yeah, and I mean, not- some people could say, well, that's more authentic, but come on. So I think they did a good job with lighting, except for the color grading.
0: All the lighting was great. And there was, it was all, like I said, it's candle lit, but it's not because there's like fluorescent lights around. But they do a good job. Like, even when somebody stood talking, they make sure there's a light source around them. It's not like everything. You know, we've seen horror movies, haven't we, where you can't see, like, at all.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it's right. Don't don't Whoa. get us wrong. Sometimes it works right. You want you. Sometimes the darkness, like an alien, the original alien, when she's you know getting ready to take off. I'm not going to do a spoiler. And there's a very black part of the screen where you're not even paying attention to because it's norm. It's in shadow. And then suddenly, a tiny sliver of light hits the corner edge of the thing, and then you're like, oh shit! Now that is a good use of darkness and light, but.
0: Yeah, but this has great. It looks. Yeah. It you know for a movie that takes place, I would say ninety percent in the dark, it you can see everything. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a big dark wooden mansion. Like everything's covered with wood and paneling, and you know there's lots of candles. Even you said, "Look, it's all lit with candles," but we can see everything.
0: Yeah, because we watched the Mandalorian last night, (laughs) which we love. Talking hive
1: hive brain. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but there was there was a fight sequence in The Mandalorian last night. They're on they're on a planet with two suns that you'll know of. The suns go down, and then I'm sorry, what's the planet? Tatooine. Mm, I know. And then for three to five minutes, you can't see what's happening because they decided somebody decided. Yeah, there's no light, so we don't have it. Or Or,
1: when they're editing, they're looking at these things on a screen or in some device, somewhere, somehow, that is not the way we are looking at it. You know what I mean? The device that they're editing on is either, like, extremely expensive and wonderful and fantastic, and so the, whatever, the screen looks 10 million times better, whereas you and I are watching it on a TV that I bought it. Best Buy or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, what maybe on their end it doesn't look as bad,
0: so but saying, when we get to it, you it's saying like... saying if we buy a $50,000 television, <laughs> we'll be all right?
1: Yeah, or maybe an $80,000 projector, just to watch everything on. Because that's what, you know... I guess um, they think it's going to look like that, but it
0: doesn't. No, and it... And, you know, when Game of Thrones made the mistake of filming a whole episode in the dark, there was people on the Reddit forums complaining... And there were, there were people with $30,000 televisions that still couldn't see it. Right. So that didn't make any difference, you know? It's just like, no, we're just going to make this movie in the dark.
1: And then to have the people who make that shit stand by it, and then they say, no, that's the way we wanted it, you're just like, oh, my God, get your head. You see, your head is so far up your ass, you need to pull it out. Because you're not an elite artist by doing something that doesn't make any sense. And I'm an art person. And I say, no.
0: So, what are the IMDb reviews?
1: IMDb reviews are reviews on IMDb.
0: That's correct. (laughs) Do you mean your
1: particular version of the one-star IMDb reviews? Which, I could pretty much repeat what I said. It's one-star reviews on IMDb that you like to read with a funny voice. Here's the catch. If we agree with them, because we don't particularly like the movie... They make perfect sense. When we don't agree, it's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) We're hypocrites.
0: So these are the people who didn't like this movie. We are not included in that.
1: Correct. I really liked it. But I understand. See, I'm able to see the flaws that other people might see. I don't understand the people who say, this is the worst movie
0: of all time. Um, The good news is it was only about. 85 minutes, so it can't waste two hours of your time. Even Apparently, if
1: your friend, who might be listening to this, that 80 minutes was just a little bit too long.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know, you went to the cinema and watched one hour of it, then left.
1: <laughs> and when you tell me these stories, I say, what kind of friend is this? What kind of person are you friends with?
0: He had something to do.
1: But to pay for a movie, he had to leave. knowing, he had something and to watching do. your watch, it's like, I can't even do that. I won't even sit. Okay, I won't even watch... Part of a Bob's Burgers episode when I know I only have five minutes and I've seen them a hundred times. I do not understand.
0: Well, he had something to do and he had to leave.
1: And he'll watch the rest of it whenever.
0: Well, now he but can, now he won't because he's,
1: he's, yeah. we're telling him the end.
0: <laughs> All right. So the one star reviews. I'll go with the first one. There are many positives about this movie, but the bad outweighs the good. And he said outweighs. He spelled that O-U-T-W-A-Y-S. Okay. First half was Outways. intriguing, <laughs> with a few mediocre elements. During the last half, the movie strays off, and then it loses touch and is very stupid. Okay. The second person I mean, says, the person
1: at least took time to actually write a thing about why he didn't like it, so I, I'm on board with that.
0: I do not recommend watching this. It's a very silly and sick movie. That don't that doesn't worth a penny. Okay. I'm reading it. How he's saying it. I'm a big fan of horror movie, but that's not categorised.
1: What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was paying
0: attention. and I'm like, mm-hmm. was that it? This film is just plain screwy from the get go. I guess this is what you get if you want something original or original ish. Not worth my time or my dime. I read and seen enough just from this Hmm. again i don't know what you're saying i don't either next on the final one bad acting not so funny bad script didn't like it at all in fact this is the first time i walk out of the theater before the end the movie is really pathetic don't waste your money and time
1: okay thanks
0: so those are the i'll do
1: exactly what you tell me
0: those are the people who didn't like it. We are not... <clears throat> we don't share the same opinions. No. So, um... Conclude... Oh, extras. There's a Blu-ray that we, that we got here. Comes with a digital copy and a Blu-ray. Also comes with a making-of in three parts. We watched the whole thing. It's pretty good, actually. Get a lot of personality. Of yeah, the who made it was good. There's a audio commentary by Radio Silence. See, these three guys... Their production company is called Radio Silence. So, uh, and also Samara Weaving is on the commentary as well. You know, I'll be listening to that this week. There's a gallery and a gag reel. And you know, this kind of movie obviously has a gag reel because there's a lot of exploding stuff and Yeah, and I'm following. not a
1: fan of the gag reel, so thank you for sparing me.
0: Extras are pretty good, um, especially the making of if you're into this movie. And I didn't realize it was a commentary. So, in conclusion, as a hive mind, do you say we love it? (laughs) We love it. I would recommend it to
1: you. I wouldn't recommend it to a lot of people, but, you know, don't watch it with the children, give it a chance, watch more than an hour.
0: I uh, knew from the setup, when it was setting it at the beginning, I was like, oh yes, uh, this sounds fun. Like, it really sounds fun. Oh, yeah,
1: I was totally in from the, like, creepy mansion, rich people, crazy stuff. I'm like, you know, I I like things like that, like the beginning of Hostel and the beginning of... Yeah. Where it's like a trap and something... And you're not quite
0: sure exactly what...
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, that is Ready or Not. Um, Thank you to Fox for sending us a copy and not Sony who didn't send us a copy, because it's nothing to do with them. Next well, week, screw them. We're on the <laughs> horror tip again next week, looking at It Chapter 2. We'll be looking at that next week. I Very like it. it. I like it. Well, we've seen Get it, it, so now we'll see It 2. Uh, movie recommendations, here are mine. The Belco Experiment. You oh, yeah.
1: Forgot about that.
0: It has the same kind of vibe as this movie. The yeah. setup and what happens, you know? It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Um, so, the Belko experiment. And my second one was the end of this movie, weirdly, reminding me of Heathers.
1: Hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah, Heathers is one of those where you're like, whoa. It's yeah. Like, it's real and cartoony at the same time.
0: Yeah, and, like, the rest of the movie doesn't really allude to what's happening. Like, you're like, oh, this is something different than I was thinking. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like I
1: know, I was young, so I was I wasn't having any expectations.
0: Yeah, well, I I was watching it as one thing, and I I was like, oh, the, I didn't this part didn't. See, you know what I'm talking? About. Mm-hmm. Don't want to spoil Heather's, but yeah, Heather's yeah, It's only thirty five years old. <laughs> yes, exactly. But this movie, like, we'll I spoil just,
1: this one, but not that one. I
0: did think of Heather's what during the sequence. Hey, at if the you
1: end. like Stranger Things and you like the mom who's one owner writer, Heather's will introduce you to her as a girl, as a
0: teenage girl. And Christian Slater.
1: Correct. But he has nothing to do with Stranger Things.
0: He doesn't, but he is uh, a man.
1: What I was doing was saying if you like Stranger Things and you've never seen one owner writer, she's in that. Well, there's I'll, nothing I'll, to do I'll with link Christian him to Stranger Plater. Things.
0: He's a man, and there's a man in Stranger Things called Hopper.
1: Oh, there's no
0: more hive mind. We're done.
1: <laughs> We're done with the hive.
0: All right. And your recommendations are?
1: Mine are, as I've already mentioned. Get Out.
0: Well, you Just- didn't put a, a space here, so look what it... Re- <laughs> yeah. It's like a different
1: movie. <laughs> it looks like it says, Get Out, Mother. But yes. it's Get Out, which is that the Get Out uh, that won, or that was nominated for Academy Awards. And the movie Mother, with an exclamation point, with uh, Hunger Games. I call her Hunger Games, but you know who she is. Um, because it is one of those where you're like, what the hell's going on?
0: Um, If you ever had um, a really good, if you ever wanted to experience, you know, the feeling like when you're somewhere and then people are around you and you really don't want them to be around you. You're like, you know that, you know that feeling mother does that perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying though? Like the people just keep coming. Like it it feels like you're in a dream. Oh, you mean
1: the party part in the beginning?
0: Just the whole movie, she's, like, just trying to be in that house and then somebody's here. Yeah. And then somebody's here. And then, like, somebody keeps sitting on the cabinet and she's like... You know, it's that kind of, like... True. It messes with your head. It's like, oh, all the things that you like... Please stop doing that and leave me alone. It makes you feel like that, the whole movie.
1: It's yeah. not just that. It's very... Is it confusing? And if you like to be confused a little bit... Yeah. If it bothers you to be confused, then I don't recommend Mother, exclamation point. There are other movies named Mother. That's why I'm saying it's Mother, exclamation point.
0: Darren Aronofsky's Mother. Well, I don't... (laughs) That's that's what differentiates it.
1: (laughs) It's not about his mother?
0: Oh, yeah, it is about his mother. If you look up
1: Jennifer Lawrence and then look under, you'll find Mother.
0: Andy Murray's Mother. (laughs) Obscure reference for British people. (laughs) Um, Ace Gully stuff, I've been playing some Death Stranding. I am 30-something hours in. I just finished Chapter 5. I'm really loving it. I don't ever want it to end, so I think I'll just play like, you know, I'll just do everything in that game. I'll deliver, keep delivering stuff. I really, I'm really, i really enjoying it. you love it. There's not many people who are enjoying it from from what I see, but, you know, it's mostly the mainstream type of people who are like, yeah, but I love call of duty. So I don't like this. Hmm. I see a lot of that, Uh, but I love call of duty too. uh, uh, And three and four and five. But I also really like this. It's got some kind of, it's kind of artistic, but it's, I wouldn't necessarily say it's fun. It's relaxing. Most more than fun. Like I love to just load it up and take some packages from one place to another. Which is why I love another game called Truck (laughs) Simulators. Yeah, I was gonna say. (laughs) You know, it's like a satisfying. Which is funny
1: that you don't like The Sims, because The Sims is just watching people do stuff. You're just not doing it.
0: Yeah, I guess because you're not doing it, you're just watching them. Like I like just like me, I like really tedious mediocre games. Right. Well, I wouldn't call Death Stranding mediocre. I I said to you earlier, I think it's my game of the year. Oh, Um, them's fighting words. What's the other game I've been playing? Need for Speed Heat. It's the new Need for Speed game. It's also got a relaxing quality to it. You're going around, you're unlocking different cars, you're doing different races. You can just drop in, do a couple of races, drop out. You're not really, you know, there's a bit of a story. It's not really, you know, the story from the Fast and the Furious movies, it's about as complicated as that. There's street races and there's cops. That's pretty much it. But uh, the actual racing is really fun and it looks cool. So that's pretty much what I've been playing. Sid, Todd, what's for dinner? What do you think is for dinner? I hope it is the Impossible Whopper. And we're not sponsored by them, but we're it not. is delicious.
1: We're not, but we are vegetarian. That's why we tell you what we eat so that everyone knows vegetarians are not all.
0: We don't just eat a leaf of lettuce. Acti-
1: we're not just animal rights activists, although cruelty to animals is despicable and disgusting, and there are all variations of it. So, you know, pick your poison. But, um,. We're also not like hippy-dippy um, environmental radicals or anything. We do what we can. We do less than we probably could. We simply just stopped eating meat a few years ago. Actually, 10 years ago. two thousand. The end of 2008, beginning of 2009, was pretty much the cutoff forever. I mean, since then. And, um, you know, I'm still very round. I have lots of extra flab and fat on me, so it's not like I'm withering away. You have no health problems to speak of. You're a slender guy. We have enough energy to do exercising in the summertime. And we explore all kinds of other foods. And so when it comes to fast food, we now have the Impossible Whopper.
0: It and is so food. delicious.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, well, you've always liked veggie burgers, though. You actually love the Morningstar veggie burgers I on a bun love- with your ketchup and stuff. This just has that I element I love all of- veggie
0: burgers, but that... Impossible Whopper is the ultimate veggie burger. I don't even think it contains vegetables, though, does it?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I feel like it doesn't.
1: I thought you looked it all up
0: before we start eating Yeah, it's like some soy stuff, is what I'm saying. It's not I don't think it's
1: soy either. But. Yeah. It's not a dead animal.
0: That's the only thing. That's true. micro (laughs) protein. And
1: again, I don't care if you eat dead animals. You could chew on a bear right in front of me. I would think, why are you chewing on a bear? But... I am not here to tell you what to eat or what to kill or what to do. That is not my, my my thing. It's just that we don't anymore. And, you know, just as a little capper, I was raised in a cattle family. We own stockyards. My family also owns a meat processing kind of a factory here in Missouri, actually. So I am like the weird vegetarian cousin <laughs> when I walk in the the... The cousin who's, like, in charge of it, he kind of does the cross with his hand, you know, like, ah, she's here. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, and he'll say, you didn't bring Peter with you, because they have run-ins with Peter often.
0: And you say, no, I'm married to Paul, (laughs) not Peter.
1: (laughs) That's a British joke also, because you mispronounce the ends of words, but whatever. (laughs) That's true.
0: I don't mispronounce. No, so
1: I am not opposed. You could sit right in front of me and have a steak. That's what my friend and I do. She orders the steak. I eat the potato. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not that big a deal. Um, so you can actually do these things in life or have friends who do these things where it's like, "Ooh, my friend says they're a vegan now. Well, we're not vegan. But if they are, so what? Right? As long as they're not telling you, telling you. Like, you can't be my friend unless you stop eating animals or whatever. Maybe you don't want to be their friend if that's the uh, bottom line. But we don't do that. (laughs) We just don't eat the animals anymore.
0: So uh, what is your um, advice? Then we'll leave.
1: My advice is just that I had sort of a... It's an epiphany that's probably... Oh, how old am I? I'm 52. So probably I should have discovered this maybe 45 years ago. Like when you're about 9, 10... Eight, <laughs> maybe seven. But it really is true, and I will accept that other people have figured this out for s- millennia before me. But being prepared when performing a skill of any kind or a task really does lead to more success.
0: <laughs> well, you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, that sums up my whole life, a half a century. Duh, how do you not know this? Because I don't, you said before, I don't like, pa- I'm not patient. True. Lack of patience means in my life I haven't taken the time to learn skills very well. Now I can draw. I can do some painting. I can do cooking. Like, I can do cooking. I can cook well, but kind of on the fly stuff. Lots of savory things. I can just cook well, because it was sort of drummed into me my whole life, but... Things like perfecting these cookies, being able to do photography as an actual skill, not just like snap cool pictures. Um, Other things require preparation, proper tools, proper time. Give it some patience. Gardening. Jesus, I've done it now for five or six years and still half of everything dies. It's like, (laughs) I don't... I don't have the stuff. I don't have the knowledge, so I'm gaining the knowledge. And when I'm more prepared, like this year I grew tomatoes because I was more prepared. I understood a few of the tricks and the things, right? That's and true. they turned out better. Now, that's not to say they won't all die next year, but just accept, even if you're a total rebel, like me, that when someone says to you, you need to be prepared, take the time, be patient, and it you will have a better chance of success. They're not bullshitting you. <laughs> That's it.
0: That's very good. Well said. <laughs> succinct and to the point. It was
1: not succinct, but then I got there in the end.
0: All right. So you can catch this podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. All of the places. You can find us All on- of the
1: places? Did you figure out a way to do? No. Oh, so not all of the places.
0: No. And also not on YouTube because I'm not dealing with them anymore. Right. <laughs> So, some of the places too? you can catch this podcast. Enough Just... places to catch it. <laughs>
1: well, you're already listening, so you've found it already.
0: You can also... Uh, well, you might be randomly listening to it from somewhere. Yeah, but you've, you've got it somewhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's all over the place anyway. That's all I'm saying. Um, You can also catch us on social medias. You can email feedback to me, acekully ascoli at com. Don't email Sid Talk. And finally... Stay classy and ready or not, we're coming to do another podcast next week.
1: (laughs) Think for yourself or someone will do it for you.